and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. Pastor Bill Brunel leads our Psalm 49 devotion today. Here he is. Hello, dear friends. Pastor Bill Brunel here, presenting another in our series of devotions over the Psalms. Today we're on Psalm 49. Let me go ahead and read that, and you may follow along in whatever translation that you have. Uh, starting with, of course, verse 1. Hear this, all peoples. Give ear, all inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth will speak wisdom, and the meditation of my heart will be understanding. I will incline my ear to a, a proverb. I will express my riddle on the harp. Why should I fear in the days of adversity? When the iniquity of my foes surrounds me, even those who trust in their wealth and boast in the abundance of their riches, no man can by any means redeem his brother or give to God a ransom for him. For the redemption of his soul is costly. He should cease trying forever, that he should live on eternally, that he should not see the pit." For he sees that even wise men die, the stupid and the senseless alike perish, and leave their wealth to others. Their inner thought is that their houses are forever, and their dwelling places to all generations. They have called their lands after their own names, but man in his pomp will not endure. He is like the beasts that perish." This is the way of those who are foolish and of those after them who approve their words. As sheep are appointed for Sheol, death shall be their shepherd, and the upright shall rule over them in the morning, and their form shall be for Sheol to consume, so that they have no habitation. But God will redeem my soul from the power of Sheol, for he will receive me. Do not be afraid when a man becomes rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he will carry nothing away. His glory will not descend after him. Though while he lives, he congratulates himself. And though men praise you when you do well for yourself, he shall go to the generation of his fathers they shall never see the light. Man in his pomp, yet without understanding, is like the beasts that perish. We turn to our Lord in prayer. Dear Father in heaven, this day we thank and praise you for all your goodness and your mercy that you show us. You have blessed us in so many ways. Help us, Lord, to have a greater understanding and a greater appreciation of our relationship with you, which you have established in us and with us through your Son, Jesus. Send now, Lord, to your, your Holy Spirit to us as we meditate upon this psalm, Psalm, 47, psalm 49, so that we can have a greater appreciation of your love and your grace in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So when we look at this psalm, we look at the first four verses, 
It is um, a psalm that is written by the sons of Korah, not by David. And we see that, that the writer is setting us up for something and preparing us for what he is about to tell us, something that's important. And the psalm seems to read at first as a proverb, as, as, a, as something you would see in the book of Proverbs. In fact, the word proverb is actually used there. He's telling us that what follows will apply to every person, whether a person is rich or poor, poor whether that person is of high status or low status makes no difference. So the writer makes it clear that it's not a good idea for one to trust in one's wealth. Because as the old saying goes, you can't take it with you. And even like the wealthy lady who many years ago uh, wished to be buried in her Cadillac, well, where she was going, the car would not follow her, I'm sure. So in verse 7, the writer states that no one can redeem his brother or give to God a, a ransom for him. And yet Jesus did exactly that for us. He ransomed us with his own lifeblood. He gave his life that we might live, that we might be free. He paid the price. And so redemption is costly, it says there in verse 8. It is costly. It costs the Son of God his own life for us to free us and to make us children of God. The psalm goes on to state that in, in other ways that our wealth will be left behind and that we, when we meet our death, it will not go with us. And when you think about it, what do you really need at the point of your death? Or if you're on your deathbed, what do you really need? When death comes, what, what is it that we really and truly need? Uh, you won't need your car, like the lady who wanted to be buried inside of her Cadillac. Uh, you won't need your house. You won't need your clothing that's tucked away in the closet. Uh, you're not going to need your phone, which seems to be such a, a precious uh, purchase that so many people have today that they depend upon. And in essence, you won't even need your family because they're not going to go with you. Uh, what we really need truly in life and in death is Jesus. We need Jesus. That's the bottom line. And we are all going to meet our death someday, whether it's sooner or later, it's inevitable. But the sting of death has been taken away through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. He assures us of our eternal destiny and of our own resurrection from the dead, that we will spend eternity with him in that paradise which he has prepared for us and he promised us. And again, the psalmist restates again, that you can't take it with you, both in verses 16 and 17, when he says, do not be afraid when a man becomes rich, when the glory of his house is increased, for when he dies, he will not carry anything away. So the good news, the good news verse with which we conclude this meditation today is verse 15. 
where it says, but God will redeem my soul from the power of Sheol. He will receive me. That, my friends, is a great comfort. And when it is all said and done, whether in life or in death, whether in good times or in difficult times, this is our comfort. He will receive us. He has promised. It is a sure thing. It's a done deal. All the glory and the honor be to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for what he has done for us and continues to do for us. Amen. We bow our heads in prayer. Father in heaven, we are convicted of the fact that we can't take it with us, that in in this life and in the death that will come to us someday, Lord, we need you. We need your strength. We need your presence. We have obviously need your forgiveness. And you have graciously granted that to us, even though we are so undeserving. Lord, be with us now as we continue in our day, as we serve you, as we serve those around us, that you might be glorified in us and through us, that we might be witnesses to others of your unfailing love. This we ask in the strong and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let Lord's blessings to you, and we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org.